Well, hello. So, yeah, it's a little bit late on this one. This one is going to be the Burt Locker fights in 15 for UFC Vegas 39. And uh, this is basically the making of audio podcasts that I do every week for the Patreon. Yeah, so uh, looking at this card, I'm not going to lie, it's not... They've had a couple of pretty good cards. I mean, UFC 266 was absolutely stacked. And... They've they then had you know Santos against Walker last week. Uh, this one's the card. I'm not gonna lie, it's not exactly blowing my skirt up. I do quite enjoy uh, the UFC, and they don't all have to be kind of names everywhere. And that doesn't mean they're not going to be good fights. It's just the star power isn't really there, really there on this one. I think that would be fair to say. Uh, Mackenzie Dern, obviously, she's getting more and more well known. Her opponent, uh, Marina Rodriguez, not. As aware of, I'm going to have to do a bit of research into her. Randy Brown against Jared Gooden is a decent fight. At welterweight, that should be a that should be a good scrap. That should be a fun one. Uh, Tim Elliott, uh, he he's always floating about against Matthias Nicolau. Nicolau, Nicolau. I know. I know about Tim Elliott. Not so. Don't know as much about his, his opponent there. Gutierrez is really good taking on uh Kolaris at Bantamweight. That should that should be a pretty, pretty decent scrap. I don't see there being any good odds on that one though, because Gutierrez is probably a heavy favourite, I'd have thought. Uh you've got the prelims. The prelims you've got an interesting one for the prelim headliner. Alexander Romanov against Jared Vandera. Now Vandera, he looked, he looked pretty good last time out. I can't remember who he fought last time. Let's let's start off with that one. I do like the heavyweights. So let's have a quick because he's he fought someone. Uh, what, what the hell is it, Vandera? Yeah, yeah, let's have a look. So it's Jared Vandera, yeah, the mountain. Has he got um? I always do like I, I bloody love a Wikipedia page. Me, I know some of it can be made up, but whatevs. Share dog, I'll do. Get some stats on Vandera. Yeah. He is pretty good. 6'4", 265. He's a big lad. 12 and 5. 7 knockouts, 3 submissions. Yeah, he fought He fought and beat Justin Taffer. Oh, I remember now. Yeah, it was a ridiculously good fight. Like, just back and forth. Like, blood everywhere. It was a ridiculous fight. Go back and watch that one. Justin Taffer against, um, uh, against yeah, J Jared Vendera. And, yeah, he, he looked really good. So, yeah, he's coming as quite a big underdog here. I wonder why that is. How good is Romanov? Romanov is the minus 400 favourite. That, that seems excessive. What the... I mean, Vandera's bigger. He's taller. Romanov comes in heavier. God damn, Romanov looks big. He looks like a big dude. That is a, that is a real heavyweight there. Alexander Romanov. Let's have a look. What's he saying? What's he saying? So, oh, he's undefeated. That'd be why. That'd be why he's such a big, big favourite. But he hasn't really beaten many people. I mean, he's beaten, he's had three UFC fights, three wins. So, he got a technical decision in his last one because he got kneed in the groin and wasn't able to continue. I don't remember that. But, yeah, that's an odd one. That was in 2021, April, not too long ago. So he's been re relatively active. But so is 
Jared Vendera. Why? So, what's he? Yeah, he is undefeated. Lots of submissions. He does like a submission, doesn't he? Because he got two submissions in his UFC career so far. So that's two out of three wins by submission. So, yeah, that's probably... I wonder what the odds are on a submission. I mean, although, Vandera is game, man. And is Vandera... Vandera's... He came off the Contender Series, lost to Spivak. There's no, there's no shame in losing to Sergio Spivak. He's pretty good, you know. And he beat Justin Taffer. So, yeah, why? I mean, why is he such a big underdog? What is this hype around Romanov? I'll have a quick look at the odds there. I quite fancy a guy on the underdog there, maybe. Vandera was good. He was really good. Five to one underdog. I'm taking that. I'm having a guy on that. Yeah, yeah. Look, at the end of the day. Yeah, add that to my bet set because look. Okay, Romanov, he's coming in undefeated. He's looked very, very good, but he's only had three UFC UFC fights, same as Vandera. I don't fully understand why he's such a massive favourite. Where is he from? Moldova? Yeah, unless I'm missing something here. I mean, obviously, you know, he, he should probably be a slight favourite if he's coming in undefeated. You know, people, the bookies do like guys that have not ever tasted defeat before but yeah I mean I suppose he's burst onto the scene and submitted submitted Martinez and submitted Delima. and then obviously I've got to assume he was probably winning I mean if you got a technical decision that means that basically the fight was stopped uh, because of the foul and then they, uh, they they go to the scorecards if it's been over a certain amount of time in the fight Eagles FC, is that, that's not Khabib's one, is it? Is that Khabib's one? I don't know. I mean, might be the right part of the world. But yeah, blimey. Is it, I mean, he was smashing people in Eagles FC, but you got to wonder, how good is that competition? That's the problem, isn't it? How good was that competition? Whereas, you know, Jared Vandera, like he has been fighting, you know, he's been fighting in, he obviously got, got a guy on the, on the contender series. Uh, he fought Spivak in his first fight. That's a tough debut for a heavyweight man. Sergio Spivak is no joke. And he was fighting in LFA as well. I don't... See, obviously, look, there's a good chance that Romanov wins this. And obviously the bookies are backing him very heavily. But I don't know. I, I, li I like I like Jared Vandera as an underdog there. I don't think he should be 4-1 to one against just to win. That seems crazy. Yeah, I'm going to have a go on that. That's going to be a terrible bet, but screw it. It's going on the bet slip. Why not? Because, uh, yeah, looking at their size as well, like it's not like... Do you know what I mean? Vandera is bigger. He's taller. Do you know what I mean? He's got better reach. I don't... Yeah, I mean... Okay, maybe I'm missing something really obvious here, but screw it. I'm going to go with Vandera to beat Romanov just because he is such a huge favourite but, yeah, there's definitely value there. He shouldn't be 4-1 to one against. That's crazy. In a, in a two-man fight at heavyweight as well in the UFC. Yeah, no, that's, um, that, that is some crazy odds. So, right, who else am I going to bet on? Let's have a look. Because there are a few good fights here. Because I don't know that Rosa, um, Charles Rosa, is it? It's on the cards. He was on the fought um, 
Bryce Mitchell, and that basically just got out grappled. But Rosa, he's an underdog in that one. He's a pretty good submission guy. His grappling is really good. Let's have a look. I thought, I'm sure. I can't remember when the last time he fought was. Because I know that he fought Bryce Mitchell. That didn't go his way. Uh, he did beat Justin James. Oh, yeah. Oh, wasn't Justin James the one that bet his entire fight purse on himself to win? And the and he lost. So he lost to Bryce Mitchell. Beat Kevin Aguilar. Lost to Derek Milner. Beat Justin James. And... Yeah, basically, since he started in the UFC... He's gone loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, win. So the, the pattern dictates that he's going to lose this next fight. But obviously that's not really a great way of, of betting. It's not a great way of breaking down fights. De Dennis Seaver was first fight in the UFC. Blimey, Charles Rose has been in there. It's been in the UFC since 2014. Are you kidding me? This is another one like Christoph Jotko. I could have sworn that he was just literally making his debut a couple of years ago. And actually, no, it was like, you know, eight years ago or whatever. That's crazy. That's that's crazy. So, th 14 wins, three by knockout, eight, eight submissions. He he is he is a very good submission guy. Black belt Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu under Ricardo Libornio. Libornio? Libornio? Yeah. Either way. American top team. Yeah. Eight submissions to go along with that black belt. He's clearly... It's, it's where he likes the fight to go. Uh, Damon Jackson. I don't know much about him. Let's have a look. Damon Jackson. Yeah, so there he is. He looks a little bit like Trevor off Grand Theft Auto. He looks like a scary guy. So he lost to uh, Leah Tapuria and beat Bectic. That's not bad. He got a guillotine there. Oh, 14 wins by submission. Who the fuck has he been submitted? So he was in the LFA, in the PFL. And oh, he went, he lost. So, okay, so, right. He lost to Anthony Medeiros back at UFC 177 in 2014. Well, he's been in the UFC since 2014. Are you kidding me? I mean, not completely, because he left, because he got a no contest. He tested positive for... Um, for a banned diuretic. He was originally... A, that would have been another submission. So really it could be 15 submissions on there. Uh, Lever, and then got a majority draw. Um, he, Maxfield, he was deducted a point due to an illegal... Okay. And then it looks like he went to uh, Legacy FC and then to LFA and then to PFL. He's been fighting in there from like kind of 2016 all up to 2020 where he came back and fought in the UFC on the Colby versus Woodley card. Got a guillotine in that fight against Bectic, which is not bad. And he got knocked out by Tapuria in his last fight back in December 2020. So, yeah, what's his credentials like? He must be a... He's only a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. That's interesting. So what were the credentials of those guys that he was submitting? I mean, thing is, I'm... He is the favourite here, but... There are real differences between purple belts and black belts. Like Charles Rosa is probably if it, Damon Jackson clearly likes to grapple. He's got 14 wins by submission. That's clearly what he likes to do. But if he's going to try grappling with Charles Rosa, I don't think that's necessarily going to go too well. I know Vegas have Rosa down as the underdog here. Let's have a look. Let's have a quick look. Let's see. 
Damon Jackson versus Charles Rosa. Yeah, you've got Charles Rosa as the underdog. Charles Rosa to get the submission. Sevens. You're six to one on that. I think that look because the reason I would go, I would say that's a that's a half decent bet. That might be my pick of the week to be fair because. You're getting a lot of value on that one because the fact is that both of these guys are clearly guys that like to grapple. When you look at their records, Damon Jackson, you know, 14 submissions, clearly the man likes a submission, right? But if he's going to try and play that game with Charles Rosa, Charles Rosa is a legit, he's a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. Now that, obviously, you know, a purple belt is still very good. Damon Jackson has a purple belt. It's, that's very good, but that's not, you're not, I don't... I mean, obviously, there's a he could like it could still happen, but it's unlikely, I think, that he gets the better of any jujitsu grappling uh, exchanges on the ground with Charles Rosa, and I think that's the game he's going to try and play, because when you look at his record, obviously, he's, he's just got a lot of wins by submission, so that's clearly something that he goes to, that he's drawn towards, and I feel like that might be a mistake against Charles Rosa, because Charles Rosa is probably going to get the better of those exchanges. So the submission for Charles Rosa being being plus seven, six to one, absolute bargain, mate. Absolute bargain. Having a go on that all day. Lovely stuff. And let's have a look. Ooh, who else have we got on this card? I said the uh, co-main event looks really good, to be fair. That might be what I'll go with next. Let's have a look. So um, got Tim Elliott against Matthias Nicolau. Hmm. Who's the favourites here? Tim Elliott looks really good, to be fair. He's kind of hot and cold. Let's have a look. Who was it that he came... Because didn't he win that thing to win... To, to basically go and fight... Mighty Mouse, was it? Who knows? Was it Ryan Benoit? It was, yeah. He won the tournament. He won the tournament. And then lost to Demetrius Johnson. Beat Smoker. Lost to Nugan. Beat De La Rosa. Well, three-fight skid. Now he's on a two-fight win streak. Interesting. Both of them decisions. Interesting. What's his opponent saying? His opponent's Nicolau. Let's have a look. Is it Matthias Nicolau? There we go. What's he looking like? So he's a Brazilian mixed martial artist. I'll bet he does jiu-jitsu, don't he? Um, yeah, he's a black belt. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. 19 wins, 16, 19 fights, 16 wins, 5 submissions, 4 knockouts, 7 by decision. So yeah, you know, he's... he's Kind of a pick your poison guy. Who's he really beat? Okay, so it's only so yeah. He fought in the UFC, got three wins, lost to Dustin Ortiz, and then fought in Future FC and Brave CF, Brave K, Brave K Fighters, I guess. Twenty-five. Um, hmm. And then he came back and beat Manuel Cape, split decision, return to flyweight. Interesting. Interesting. Well, they stack up size wise, so. Yeah, so Tim Elliott's bigger. He's got is the reach is the same, but Tim Elliott is slightly bigger. He looks like the, he looks like the slightly bigger human being as well, just a slightly slight thicker frame. But I'm basing this on their pictures. I haven't seen them square up yet, so that might be complete nonsense. Uh, you, you only know when they square up. 
I mean, Tim Elliott's definitely got the experience. Well, I'd say he's definitely fought the better competition. When you look at the guys that Tim Elliott has fought, do you know what I mean? You know, Demetrius Johnson, Smoker, you boot beat. Ascroft's really good. Brian Benoit's really good. And Matthias. Uh, yeah, I mean, they've both got one opponent in common there. Both beat Louis Smoker. But, I mean, Tim Elliott got a unanimous. And Nicolau got... Uh, yeah, they both got unanimous. So... Yeah, that's close on paper. That's pretty close. And as I always like to do, I'm, I mean, in in close on paper fights, I do like to lean towards the underdog just because of the value. Tim Elliott's come in at 2.75. So the decision is likely. Two points, but you're only getting an extra one. That You know what? I think I'll just add Tim Elliott just to win. Just to win outright. Because... Whilst the decision is the most likely thing, you're not getting much between a decision and just a win. The win is 2.75, and the decision is 3.75. For the sake of getting an extra like one to one decimal on on your bet, I, don't, I feel like it's not really worth it when there's, you know, both these guys. They, it, it does seem like they've got quite a lot of different kind of methods on their records. So yeah, I'll go with the, I'll go with the slight underdog Tim Elliott there, just just because. On paper, I feel like it's quite a close fight, and obviously it can go either way. But in in those ones where it's a bit of a pick'em, it kind of makes sense to go with the underdog, doesn't it? Kind of. Randy Brown against Jared Gooden. Now this, this is, this should be interesting. Randy Brown, he's he is a little bit underrated for my in my opinion. It's um, uh, I think he's a. Oh, did, I can't remember if he knocked out Nico Price with hammer fist from the bottom or if he got knocked out I think it might I think he might have gotten knocked out with hammer fist from the bottom off Nikai Price yeah he did <laughs> yeah he did so, but I always remember that I don't know why. but either way Randy Brown when he's on form he does look really good he beat Brian Barbarena which is that's a good win because Barbarena is tough as hell Wally Alves he beat as well with a triangle choke he lost to Vicente Luque no shame in that, really. Vicente Luque is right on the cusp of title contention there. And then he came in and he submitted Alex Oliveira. So, yeah. That, I, I, honestly, Randy Brown, he is he is quite underrated, I think, because you don't hear his name mentioned very much. So he's got 13 wins, 17 fights, 13 wins, 4 losses. He's got 6 by knockout, 5 by submission, only 2 by decision. So he is a finisher. For all intents and purposes, he is a finisher. But his opponent, Jared Gooden, is also very good. I would say that, that you know Randy Brown is slightly taller. He has got a slight reach advantage, well, only slight. But he, Randy Brown, is generally quite good at fighting long, and that could be uh, that could be how he kind of gets this. He's he's also very good at locking up submissions. Really good. Like he's he's got like kind of. Quite long, thin arms. He's good with the guillotines and again with the with the triangles as well. So Gooden, right? So he he did he floated around between middleweight and welterweight. So he returned to mid to welterweight before he made his debut to the UFC. So he lost to Juban, lost to uh, Akbar Namagomedov, and he beat Nicholas Stoltz. So knocked him out with a good punch. That was 2021. That was only in July. Crikey. So, yeah, that was a first-round knockout. Hmm. So, yeah, he's got 24 wins, 
24 fights, 18 wins and 6 losses. 8 by knockout, 6 submissions, 4 by decision. So, looking at it, honestly, he hasn't been in the UFC for that long. Like He's only had 3 fights in the UFC and he's lost 2 of them. That's not that's not exactly like the world on fire. When you compare that to Randy Brown, Randy Brown's been in there for a hot minute now in the UFC. So he's been in the UFC since 2016. So And he's been fighting some really good competition. And he's been beating a lot of them as well. You know, he beat beat Wally Alves, beat Brian Barberena, beat Alex Oliveira. Alex Oliveira's dangerous, man. He, he just, he doesn't, like, he's very, he's very unpredictable. Let's have a look at the odds here. Because I might quite like Brandy Brown to get the finish. Because he is a finisher. He does finish people. Randy Brown is the favourite. That is fair. That's very fair. Because I think that that's, uh, that is likely. I do like Randy Brown by stoppage. So Randy Brown, the TKO or submission, is you're getting just better than even money there. 2.10. So that's just better than even money. That's... That's well worth putting on the bet slip for me. I like that. I like that as a bet. It's probably my pick of the week. I feel like he's he's likely to win this one and it is likely to be a finish. So in terms of bets that actually have a chance of coming off, I feel like that's probably the one for me this week anyway. Uh, and then let's have it, let's go into the main event. The main event is obviously uh, Mackenzie Dern against Rodriguez. Now, Mackenzie Dern, we all know. Let's have a quick look at her opponent. I honestly, I mean... Rank number six. I should probably know she is. I've probably seen her fight several times. But let's... um. So, yeah. Marina Rodriguez. Let's have a look. Marina Rodriguez. Alright, okay. So, who she beat? She is Purple Belt. She's Purple Belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Uh... She is not going to try and take this to the ground against Mackenzie Dern. I think she'd be a fool to do so. Because Mackenzie Dern will submit you. Um, oh, she's the one that beat Amanda Hebas. I remember her now. Because, yeah, yeah, that was, um, yeah, Fight Island, wasn't it? And, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Because Amanda Hebas, like, she's, you know... Amanda Hebas has still got a great future in front of her, but she was looking like she was just like kind of cruising through people, and she, yeah, and and I thought Amanda Hebas was winning that fight, was going to win that fight. Like I'd I'd bet on Hebas obviously, and this is why I remember that. And she, yeah, uh, it was some nasty, nasty elbows and punches that that finished the night. So yeah, you know, fair play to her. That's a decent, that's a really good win. Beat Michelle Waterson as well in May, and. Yeah, she's got some very impressive wins. Tisha Torres she beat. Uh, Randa Marcos. Yeah, well, draw to that. Draw that one. Um, yeah, she's actually got quite an impressive record there. The knockout. She gets, she's got six knockouts, one submission, seven by decision. So 14 wins total. Only one loss. She's only been beaten once. And that was by Carla Esparza. That was a really close one. I do remember that. as well. Like It was close. Carla Esparza just managed to get more of the wrestling out. So... Yeah, you know what? She might have more of a chance than I first thought. Now, Mackenzie Dern. We all know who Mackenzie Dern is. She's uh, she's very, very good. She's looked even better lately as well, I would say. I mean, how many submissions she got? She's got 11 wins, 7 of them by submission, 4 by decision. No knockout. She's never gotten a knockout on her record. Although she is starting to fall more in love with her hands. You can see it. 
every time she goes to the uh, every time she fights now you see her being much more uh, competent standing but generally it's only enough to kind of keep it standing and then uh, take it to the ground and grab the submission yeah you know, at last at last because obviously she lost that mat that decision to Amanda Hebas Amanda Hebas just controlled very very well and to be able to do that to Mackenzie Dern is very impressive I might add but since then four fight win streak three were by first round submissions submissions in the first round she's so good at grappling it's crazy it really is uh yeah i mean wonder what the odds are on the submission here for I mean, because things Mackenzie Dern she just looks better and better each time but like I said Rodriguez she's no slouch she really isn't and she's fought some good people and she beat Amanda Hebas Amanda Hebas dominated you know Mackenzie Dern so I know that that's not how MMA math works doesn't work that way really doesn't but Hell, what's, what are the odds here? So, Mackenzie Dern coming in as the heavy favourite. Okay, that's fair. Marina Rodriguez to get the knockouts 3-1. to one, Like, plus 4, so 3-1. to one. Yeah, the submission is even money for Mackenzie Dern. That is crazy. That is absolutely crazy. I'm not... Uh, that the, the, That's crazy to do, to do those odds. I just feel like... But, I mean, one thing I would say is that it's, I might actually go with the Marina Rodriguez knockout here, purely because, as I, as I mentioned before, every time we've seen Mackenzie Dern lately, she, her hands have looked better, I'm not going to lie, her hands have looked much better. You know, she's trained with Jason Perillo now, Perillo's the guy who um, who was training Bisping later on in his career, he's an excellent boxing coach, really is, has has brought you know brought Bisping's um, striking, just, it just, it, it's, it's, you know, the, the base was already there, but it just it, it refined it slightly. And, and he's doing the same thing here with Mackenzie Dern. It's really impressive stuff. However, what I would say is that Marina Rodriguez is a decent Muay Thai uh, kickboxer in her own right. Uh, she's... Who is she trained with? So, obviously, she's a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It says she's a dark blue belt with a black tip belt in Mao Thai. I don't know what that means. I didn't really think they did belts in Mao Thai. But basically... She, yeah, she she is good at kickboxing. She has six knockouts on her record. I would imagine that if it stand, if it stays standing, I basically what I'm betting on here is that Mackenzie Dern is in love with her hands enough that she's going to try and stand with Marina Rodriguez, which I think would be a mistake. I think that would be a really big mistake, and that's what my bet is on. Basically, it's on Mackenzie Dern making an error because if she stands with Marina Rodriguez, there's a, like if she if she gets too comfortable there, then Marina Rodriguez might take her head off. And you know what? You're getting you're getting three to one on that. That is that is a decent return. So my accumulator is uh, obviously Jared Vandera just to win. I mean, four to one underdog. You got to take that. Uh, Charles Rosa. Plus seven to get the submission, which is crazy, quite frankly. Uh, Tim Elliott just to win outright. That's that's decent enough. Randy Brown, uh, knockout or TKO or submission. Double chance, which is just better than even money, which again, that's probably my pick of the week. I think that's very likely to come off. And then Marina Rodriguez to uh, win by knockout TKO plus four. So that's three to one. So yeah, I'm going to put 
put all those together on one bet slip and that is 808.5021 that is oh terrible what a terrible bet but either way yeah i'm gonna be uh doing a bit more uh research just seeing um and i'll be doing my video later with all my official picks and breaking them down and uh yeah like i said i hope you enjoy the process of how i kind of research these fights and how i come to these terrible terrible betting conclusions and uh with that uh keep those odds long and those bets terrible i'll catch you next time